I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Wow. Welcome back. Ball don't lie. I didn't, there's a reason we don't play a lot of Paco on this show. Because we don't want nobody to get fired. I never, I never thought I'd hear pain on these airways from above the river. That's why I love my man Patrick. The Idealionaire. Midweek movie music edition of uh, Ball Don't Lie. Uh, my man Patrick plays songs from a soundtrack based on those songs. We're supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of Midweek Movie Music. And today, it is Above the Rim. This is my favorite song from the Above the Rim soundtrack. This is why I bought the soundtrack. I remember why I bought it. Because this song was not available anywhere else. Exactly. You couldn't get it anywhere. I bought yeah. the soundtrack for this song. Yep. That's how much I love this song. One of yeah. my favorite all-time songs. You got me listening to it on the way home oh, tonight. Oh, it's a great song. I, I, I think what happened was they were expecting to get a couple more singles out of it. And when, like, Afro Puffs didn't do well enough and they put out one more and it didn't do anything, yeah. then this was, like, canceled because this was they were putting in a list of singles. Yep. No, you're right. And I don't think they got to this one before everyone's like, oh, we're, we're moved on. You're right. They got. I mean, they got some jam. We played Regulators. Regulators just emphasizing yeah. a popular song from this yeah. soundtrack. But I, I am partial to Pain. I love Pain. And then there's Pain. There's no more Pain. There is too. Pain is on the Above the Rim soundtrack. No more Pain, produced by Devonte on the All Eyes on Me album. There you go. Yeah, just one Texas got that mixed up there. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, all right, uh, getting back to the actual show. You can be a part of it. <laughs> on this mix, X on 512-337-3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man Patrick Davis is at It's Patrick Davis. Tomorrow, we're going to talk some NBA tomorrow a, a ton, and we'll also get into a ton of NCAA tournament discussion. We'll start previewing Xavier, and we'll get into uh, more of the matchup between Texas and Xavier and start breaking down some of the Sweet 16 games. So we'll have a lot of hoops talk tomorrow and we got breaking news today uh, from the NBA that Luka is back with the Mavs. Mavs playing the Golden State Warriors tonight. That's a big game, so we'll recap that tomorrow. Also, Ja Morant coming off the bench tonight. He's uh, done with his, uh, what was it, counseling, therapy, whatever it was. And he was also, you know, suspended for eight games. Benny had already been off for six, so they gave him two more and now he's back and he's coming off the bench tonight. Yeah. Um, so he's coming back. And it's first the Rockets, by the way. So mm-hmm. all of our local teams are pretty much uh, in the uh, kind of the national spotlight. So we'll talk about those games tomorrow. And also we'll throw in some Spurs conversation. Because Spurs playing the Bucks tonight. Hey, that's also a big it's a, time. It's a big match. game. Well, hey, a big game get for the another Bucks. L, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let me no. see. What, let me see what that line looking like. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Milwaukee nineteen. <laughs> Milwaukee wow. minus nineteen. Wow. Well, I don't know who the Spurs are sitting, who they're playing either. So I don't it know. don't that is matter. A question. 
They played really bad last night, they but they sat a lot of guys. Of, yeah. They sit a lot of guys. That's what it is. They sit a ton of guys. Yeah. Yeah. You never know who's going to play for you the You know, Spurs. they're injured, Rod. Uh, injury. Yeah. It's just been an injury plague season. That's what they're calling it these days, huh? Injury plague season, uh, yeah. I thought it was called tanking. <laughs> no, 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 Spurs never. Uh, exactly. Uh, so uh, we'll get into that. We'll talk a lot of NBA and a lot of tournament tomorrow. I promise you that we'll dive deep into it. Okay, let's get into some of uh, Texas, uh, go behind the burners curtain, get to some Texas baseball conversation. We got Texas basketball to get to. There are some nuggets that I want to share about the Texas Xavier matchup. And we do have apparently a new title for the signature shot of Dylan DeSue. This oh. is from the players. This is from the actual players themselves. Apparently, they have uh-huh. a, a, a term for it, uh, for the new popular shot, the signature move of Dylan DeSue. So we'll get into that, too, coming up. And we'll also uh, talk about Texas. Uh, we'll get into, I'll, I'll get into some, some Texas discussion, but I, I want to make sure that we get into the Cowboys a little bit, too, because they did make a move that we didn't bring up yesterday. Um, the Dowdle move. Did you bring? Yeah, Rico, I brought that one Rico up. Dowdle move. Yep. Uh, so they got two running backs now that yep. they signed, um, and also in addition, to, they got Ronald Jones and Rico Dowdle, and of course they have Tony Pollard, who's going to be ready to start the season. Right. So <laughs> the talk about them getting a running back, you know, in the draft, they could do it. But like I said, they have no desperate need in the draft, which is and don't good forget for Malik Cowboys. Davis too. Yeah, so I so like, they got, got four. four. They yeah, got they four. got four back. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that, that's, I don't think the Cowboys have a desperate need. We'll see what they do about the interior D line, though. The latest mock drafts have the Cowboys taking defensive lineman Darren Jeremiah's got him taking a D tackle, Maisie Smith from Michigan, and the uh, mock from uh, the latest Mel Kuyper mock has him taking the defensive end out of Northwestern. I will not try to announce uh, pronounce his name right now because I know mm. I'm gonna screw it up. I got it right, or at least close to right twice. And I it said, sounded now, perfect. I'm gonna butcher that thing. Yeah. So I don't want. I don't want to disrespect that man like yeah. that. Uh, all right, so let's get to some of these NFL stories. Let's get to the Lamar Jackson thing real quick because we have not talked about. It. We talked about the end of yesterday's show, but we. I don't think we gave it. It's. Uh, it's just due, if you will. So Lamar Jackson. Yes, at least it was reported yesterday by this is my Pro Football Talk. So Pro Football Talk usually pretty plugged in. They reported yesterday that a representative. <laughs> of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, just a random dude from Lamar Jackson's camp. All right, one of one of his is is one of his group, one of his I'm sure a friend of his or at least a rep a representative. I'm doing that in air quotes. Uh that they basically reached out to teams on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Now, you cannot it's actually there are really yeah, no, really specific rules about who can reach out to teams on behalf of players because you have to be certified you as an agent certified. by the Players Association? Yeah, and uh, and and, and I, like I said I don't know who this person is. I it's multiple sources, by the way, says yep. Pro Football Talk, uh, said that a person contacted more than one team in an effort to negotiate. Uh, on Lamar Jackson's behalf, one source explained that the person has said that Jackson does not want a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. That's also a little bombshell there. Um, and also, uh, this representative uh, wanted teams to know that the representative is telling teams that Lamar is ready to move on from the Ravens. Yeah. So, I, hey, look, 
I'm 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 all for it, but you can't have your uncle Ray Ray out there talking to somebody <laughs> when you're is. supposed to be you know you're supposed to be out there trying to make a move. Kid man. folk, man, yeah, he's you his can't. Mama. Hey, look, my daddy's a lawyer, so he told me he could talk. <laughs> but your daddy didn't go through the certification to be able to mm. talk to other teams. This yeah. isn't this isn't like you want to enter the transfer portal and you have your high school coach call some other coaches for you. You can't have some other people uh, reaching out well, for you now. Okay, so the rule is, excuse me, Sir Patrick, real quick for Patrick, you uh, get in there. Uh, Article 48 says, mm-hmm. of the CBA says, player contracts may only be negotiated with, with the player if he is acting on his own behalf or with the player's NFL PA certified agent. So maybe not negotiating a contract, but, hey, I'm just I'm trying to give y'all a heads up. Yeah. Can folk give a heads up? Mm-mm. Can folk give a heads up? No, mm. I mean, I know there's way you're not allowed to, especially when you're still – you're not under contract, but another franchise tag. You're still you, there's definitely rules about that as well. You're not supposed <laughs> yes. to do that. I am really hoping this is just Lamar Jackson disguising his voice and doing it himself. <laughs> that would be awesome. I've worked I've worked with enough musicians. I know who were their own managers in my day. That you just oh, this is Todd. I work for Lamar Jackson, and why is Lamar Jackson's voice white? Because he's got to he's, he's got to disguise himself. Why can't he be a brother representing a brother? Okay. He's gotta change his voice up. <laughs> we still be Lee. Still be Leroy representing Lamar. Right? Yeah, but if I do Leroy's voice, I get canceled. Good point. Come on now. Good, good for you. Right. You're right. I try to get you in the trap there. I try. My bad. Well, You're he right. need to have Rodney Terry be his agent. I mean, he can go out there and work for him. I mean, you know, Craig. We just trying to win these games. We just trying to get that guaranteed money. We just trying to get that guarantee. That's all we talking about. That, it that, ain't even bro. gotta be fully. It ain't even gotta be fully. That is. Great. Okay, so honestly, I'm praying that that is the case. Oh, I am too. Now, I, all I want is that to be true, man. I've known, I've, dude, I've known oh. musicians who call clubs and they're like, Mike, my client needs it. And they're like, and I had a buddy who booked it club and he did it and it was Dick Dale. It was a, a legendary surf guitar and he did it. And the whole time he's talking, he's like, this is clearly Dick Dale I'm talking to. And then he goes, all right, Dick, we'll see you in May. And he's like, sure thing. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pull out. What's Bucky's, uh, what's Bucky's little alter ego? Dr. William Cannon. Dr. William Cannon. He's got a couple right. of them. I think he's got a couple yeah. of them. I think he's been, he's been Dr. Ben White before. Yeah. He's got to take some random ones. Uh, so I don't, we don't know who the person was, but that, obviously there are rules against that. That can't happen. So it cannot happen. Either way. Way this is it shows desperation by Lamar Jackson. Right. Like it is, that's a desperate move. This is why you need to have representation, certified representation. Also, how about this, guys? It was reported too by Pro Football Talk that Lamar Jackson has teased on social media he's going to do an interview. With himself. Just with him. himself. Yes. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Him, interview with Lamar Jackson. Oh, but this goes to Patrick's theory yes. about him yes. disguising his voice. Yes. <laughs> What's Dion's alter ego when he goes to the combine? Doesn't Dion have like an alter ego when he goes to the combine? He's like, really something? Oh, whatever. I wonder if Lamar Jackson is going to have an alter ego interviewing Lamar Jackson. Or if he's going to be, you can't be serious. He's going to be Ladarius Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He's not he going to be, be like Lamar. Kyrie with Uncle Drew? Yeah, yes. that's it. That's what I'm saying. That kind yeah. of thing. Remember no. Richard Pryor was in Which Way Is Up? 
And he played <laughs> yeah, all the different characters. characters. He was like Eddie Murphy yeah, or exactly, Nutty Professor. Exactly. That was even hilarious. Honestly, I'll give Lamar Jackson a lot of credit. <laughs> if he just went full on yeah. character mode and, and it was a lot, he was his own agent. Yes. He was his own mama. <laughs> he was, he's the Lamar, he's the, the Ravens GM, the Costa. Oh. That would be great. Oh, if we could just have him oh. being like, and then I rushed for this many yards <laughs> and the mom in the back, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got, oh, now we got a vision. This is great. Somebody, Cullen says Lavar Jackson. That's the agent, Lavar. I'm telling you, this will work, Lamar. Yes. You get the people on your side. Right now, it's about you winning over the court of public opinion. Because you're not necessarily going to win over the owners. They're colluding against you. It's just done. Yeah. But you can win over the court of public opinion, I think, with some moves right now. And this interview with yourself. And I have no Leon idea. Leon Sandcastle was Leon that. Sandcastle. Yeah, thank, thank you, Texter. Thank you, Texter. Yeah. yeah. He, 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 some of Leon Blanders. No, yeah. not. Uh, Jamar but, Laxton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this has a lot of potential, Lamar, if he plays it right. Uh, okay. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, there's another story out there, uh, Lamar Jackson related. Uh, it's been reported by Stephen Holder. He works for ESPN, and he's an insider who covers the Colts. And he is claiming... Uh, that the Colts are not out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. I mean, that's basically his report. Now, he does say that they have not gone out of their way to make any roster moves to, uh, you know, to make way for him or to acquire Lamar Jackson. They haven't made any roster moves uh, in that capacity, but he does say that he asked, I guess he talked to sources, and he basically wants to know, are you guys out of it? Are you guys considered to be out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? And he says they're not out of it. Right. still... And we talked about no when it team happened. is really they, out of it. Man. Be a, the Texans should be having a exactly. conversation. The 49ers should be at least tossing around a couple of Bud Lights and going, "Hey, John, you want to talk about this? Yeah, Shannon, let's talk about it, man. Look, a few minutes. Yeah. What, let, what would be the best case, worst case scenario, hypothetical? Let's have this thought experiment really quick. Exactly. Everybody should be doing it. And the thing about <laughs> it is, to your point about San Fran, think about what they've seen and what they've done and think about Lamar Jackson in that type of offense with what Shano wants to draw up. Yeah, it's scary. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's, that's scary. That is what you want. That is what you need out there in the Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to win now. Exactly. That's, a, that's win now mode for That real. is winning It ain't, ain't going to have it. But no, no. But at means, least have a conversation. Don't least, everybody get a little nervous. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I said I, I think there should be four or five teams. The Jets? The J-E-T-S, yes. just, just, yes. just considering what's happening right now with the uh, – what's happening. I don't even know what's happening, yeah. actually. The stall, if you will, in the Aaron Rodgers negotiation. That's exactly They need a it. contingency plan, and Lamar Jackson should be a part of it. No doubt. Yeah. Exactly. Did they just pick up McCole Hardman? Yes, yes they, they did. did. And then they traded Elijah Moore. Oh, did they? So they traded Elijah Moore for a second and a third, which, by the way, another shows pick. you even another good thing for the Cowboys. They get Brandon Cooks for a fifth and a sixth. Come on. And Elijah Moore goes for a second and a third. I know he's younger, but still. Yeah. No, you're right about that, though. That's Actually, I didn't realize that. Elijah Moore, I got to look at his number. So he went for a second and third? A second yep. and third, yes. He's young. Yeah, but yeah. I got to look at his production. So they traded him and picked up McCole Hardman to replace him. Okay. Well, I mean, they got they they got a really good young foundation for the Jets, so they should be in the Lamar Jackson conversation. There should be some other teams in there too. So that's the latest. Is that Stephen Holder, ESPN? He's re- claiming the Colts haven't ruled out Lamar Jackson. Right. I guess with this, I love that. That's where we are now in the Lamar Jackson conversation. Yeah. Who hasn't ruled him out? Exactly. <laughs> An MVP caliber quarterback in his prime, and we're talking about. There's one team that hasn't ruled him out, and we're talking about him interviewing himself, and we're talking right. about him. He's got a he's got a homeboy or a kinfolk that's reaching yeah. out to teams on his behalf. Like, what the hell is going on here? Yes. This is weird. 
Can we agree this is weird? I think this is, I'm having so much fun with this. I saw Dan Orlovsky was on the Pat McAfee show talking about it, and he was bringing up the point of how the owners are now getting into these discussions and ch- using words around guaranteed to, oh. to try and change the narrative of it. But they were like, it's virtually guaranteed. It's a uh, set-off guarantee Semi-guaranteed. and all these things. And they're like, well, if he does, if he plays this and there's injury guarantees and there's all this other stuff, so you can use those words to make it seem like they pitched an offer that was $130 million guaranteed, but it wasn't. Yeah. And they can say, oh, we guaranteed, we said $150 million virtually guaranteed. And you're like, whoa, 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 what's it virtually mean? And you're like, oh, it meant that if he got hurt, we're not going to mention it. Because he, that's a good point, because he knows in the NFL fully is the only type of guarantee yeah. that matters. A guarantee you can have is guarantees a guarantee. Guarantees in yeah. your deal. Exactly. Guarantees don't guarantee you a damn thing. Thank you. Fully guaranteed is the only thing that matters in the NFL world. Now, baseball, NBA, hell, sign a deal, it's all guaranteed. It's understood. Now, in the NFL, you better make sure that signing bonus and whatever says fully guaranteed. That's it. That's all you get. There it is. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's and it. I'll take it. Exactly. I'll take it. So, I, I mean, this Lamar Jackson story is just more and more fascinating by the day. But his representative saying he wants out, which doesn't shock any of us, uh, and that he doesn't want to—he doesn't want a fully guaranteed deal. But he, he wants—he wants the—he doesn't want a fully guaranteed deal. But I suspect he wants the most guaranteed money in history. Yeah, I mean, and so that was from some of the reports. It was around two hundred million, yeah. which is which you take four, basically four years fully guaranteed, and then the fifth year is not fully guaranteed. Which, honestly, if you're talking about a deal, is not terrible. Because I think that fifth year is really the kicker for a lot of these people. Where you go, you want $270 million, something like that, guaranteed. We're five years in? Four years in, a lot of these people take four years and, and, and sign guys for bad deals for three or four years. So it's basically you're signing one more year than you'd probably be comfortable doing to get a guy who could be at an MVP level again. Yeah, if I if I am like I said, the Jets already have their plans. It's Aaron Rodgers, but if he falls yeah. through, I'd be all in on oh. Lamar Jackson. And if I'm the Colts, I still think about being all in on Lamar Jackson. They haven't had they haven't had a, a quarterback start consecutive season since Andrew Luck, well, who and retired early on him. And depending on it, what, what Arizona <laughs> what Arizona says they're going to do at three, if you're the Colts and they want you to give up another first. So you got to give up two first, like your first, yeah, and then another first yeah. to move up one spot because someone else is going to move up and steal Will Levis from you or Anthony Richardson. So you mm-hmm. don't get the the third guy you want, the mystery box. <laughs> but no, but if you don't get that, like they may just go look. They want another pick for us to move up one spot to third. Like, why not try and do the two picks for Lamar Jackson? That's kind of my thing. But it, it also, it's the mystery box. You don't yeah. know if that pick's going to work out or not. At least, Lamar, you know what you got. Yeah. You know you got a guy that can play. Yes. Now, can he make you got seven, an MVP? You can say, exactly. You got 17 an MVP. games. Yes. I don't know. Get a really good backup. Commanders, thank you. Yes. And you, 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 just, signed, you just signed a. Eric Bienemy? Oh, Eric Bienemy should be pleading with his bosses right now. Well, I guess he don't know who his bosses well, are. And <laughs> you also, <laughs> you just hired a coach who I know he's in the Frank, from the Frank Reich school and the Nick Sirianni school. But he also just went to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts, so he knows how to do move, go with a moving Dude, quarterback. quarterback. Totally agree. And yep. by the way, Jim Irsay, say what you want about Jim Irsay, but he's got a little of a renegade in him. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah he's got, actually got a lot of renegade in him. And he's had the highest paid uh, player uh, in the NFL twice. Yeah. He made Andrew Luck the highest paid player mm-hmm. in the league once, and he made uh, Peyton Manning the highest paid player in the league. So he he spent some bread before. He's made it rain. Man, if I'm if I'm Jim Irsay, that's something I'd think about doing too. 
And I know he's not really cozy with all the owners. The owners kind of yeah. treat him a little bit like an outcast. Yeah, he's a little bit need, different. And you need an outcast to do this, by the way. Yeah. You're going to need an yeah. owner to be an outcast. That's why the commanders make sense. The Jets, honestly, make a little bit of sense. You need an outcast-type owner, and they're about – yeah, there are about 10 of them in the league right now. Yeah, you need that person who's like, y'all don't invite me to the big boys' table anyway. <laughs> yeah. I ain't invited to that table anyway. What do I care? You y'all, mock me Y'all making plans, and you come over and tell us what to do anyway. Yep, that's exactly what you need. So we'll see if that's the, if there are any updates on Lamar Jackson and his uh, – his, he's in a, what the young people call a, a, a situation ship. Say that slowly. A situation ship. I'm not it's even going to try. It's a relationship, but it's more of a situation than a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's in right now. It's more of a situation ship. I learned that from the young folks. And it turns out I was in a ton of those. <laughs> I was in a lot of those when I was dating. So most of my dating life, I was in a situation ship. Right? Hey, yeah. Come on, man. We all know what that is. I was, I was in that, but... Take the P out and put a T. Been a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't I even want to try to do that too. word math. I was in some of those too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For gits and shiggles, if you will. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we got uh, the. We'll talk about the World Baseball Classic, Japan, with a fantastic, climactic, dramatic win over Team USA. We'll talk about the two best baseball players on the planet and one of the greatest unsolved mysteries in the history of modern American sports. Say it again. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, one not the horn. Chad and Zay. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. A player only plays for so long, then he's played out. A hustler only hustles for so long, then he's hustled out. One morning took a glimpse at the clock Still on limp as I cruise around the block Call my cousin Snoop as I swoop in the coop Stop by Welcome the back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn Oh yeah, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie My man Patrick plays songs from a soundtrack And based on those selections, we're supposed to gather clues and hints That lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music uh, And this week's me- midweek movie uh, is the Above the Rim soundtrack uh, and we've been talking about it all day long. If you haven't seen Above the Rim, I'd recommend it. Um, but this actually, my man Patrick said, is one of the, if not the most censored of the jams that you decide to play. The first five or six lines are completely different. Because the first time I listened to it, I was like, I don't know how this is even censored. Because there's a lot, there's a word in every line of this song yeah. and, that you can't say. And who who is it? Is it the this dog is the dog, this the is dog, the dog pound? pound. Yeah. yeah. So the second dog verse dog. is Snoop, but I haven't listened far enough into the censored version to know how oh, yeah. they're going to cover that chorus because the girls say some things that might be rather objectionable oh. in the year 2023. <laughs> and, and even the sometimes you, like, I don't know who exactly censored it. Sometimes you'll go find a censored version of something. Yeah. And it and I'm like your definition of censored is different from my definition of censored. Yes. Because yeah. I've been to stuff that said it's censored and they'll leave like the N word in there. I'm like, yep. well, that ain't censored. No. Like, no exactly. Yes, Rod. And that is why there are certain soundtracks we have not played. <laughs> like, I, again, no, that's yeah. not, no, that's not censored. Sorry. Uh, I don't know what your definition Not is. even close. Not even censored. close. No. no, this is these are radio <laughs> edits from the 90s, so they had to be pretty decent. Oh, yeah. The ones that you sell at Walmart? 
Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly, <laughs> that's that's Walmart, exactly right. uh, that family PG thirteen family friendly. I always, wanted to, I always look for two short records at Walmart back in the day. <laughs> I just wanted to hear one. Yeah. I just wanted there to hear no what way it was. Made yeah. No way. I just wanted to hear what but it was. Two live crew. Never found one. Two live no, crew. Never found, found one. Else? No. Never <laughs> found them. No. I bet they had to have them. No, you're probably right. They Walmart didn't. just was like, no, because like, like, yeah, two live crew. They actually like called them out, telling them down to Congress. I got a congressional hearing about Two Live Crew, I believe. Yeah. I mean, time. like, you can't even print the names of some of the songs at Walmart on the back of them. That is fair. That is, uh, yeah, that's a good point there. Yeah, but you're right. Hard to find those. Well, I appreciate my man Patrick and his hard work uh, all of the musically themed days of the week. So we appreciate him uh, for midweek movie music. All right. Let's get to Specs Text on by the way, wide open for you. Uh 512-337-3776. Let's get to the World Baseball Classic, uh, Harge, because I thought that it was a no pun intended, it was a grand slam home run for baseball. Uh it was captivating, it was compelling, it was competitive, uh, it was climactic in the end as well. And it ended up being, you know, I thought it was a, it was a celebrity kind of a had a celebrity driven kind of storyline because in the end the two best players, arguably in the world, um, also teammates, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, they had to decide a one-run game with two outs and nobody on. Yep. That is fantastic. It was a, it, and, and it, yeah, <laughs> it was a tie ball game. You get that 3-2. And the fact that Shohei Otani, by the way, threw 100 miles an hour twice through – no, I think it was three times to um, Mike Trout. And the last pitch he threw him was the nastiest – Slider. It broke 19 inches. It broke 19 inches inches on the corner, on the black, for a strike. I mean, it was just something to see. But mm. Mike Trout took three of the biggest swings that he could possibly take. And it was just some one of the best moments in baseball because everyone was waiting on that. Everyone was hoping that this was going to happen, especially when it, his manager, Phil Nevin, uh, Shohei and Mike Trout's manager of the um, the Angels mm-hmm. said he can only pitch one inning tonight. That's it because we need him ready because mm-hmm. the the season opener is eight days away. So they wanted to make sure that he was in his proper stretch and ready to go. So he went out there and threw the baseball probably as hard as he's ever thrown the baseball. But he also showed up. Played well. It was an exciting ball game, and we wanted the drama. Whether the USA team won or if they lost, you still wanted the drama because that was what everyone was waiting on. It, you're, so, you're so right. And like I said, they couldn't have scripted it better. Uh, he comes out to pitch in the ninth inning. Yeah. Uh, ends up what the first was the first uh, batter he walked. Walked. Then, and that was a questionable ball too because it was low in on the in the strike zone. Uh-huh. But it just missed that K zone box. Yeah. And the umpire was pretty consistent all night. I thought he did a great job. Uh, not giving that low pitch and he didn't give it there. And then you could see Shohei go. Oh. Like he he didn't want to walk that guy because he knew he was <laughs> he like okay I got Mookie coming up who Mookie is one of the best players in the game as well he hits into a double, double play, play and then here you go oh. you got Mike Trout coming up to play and it, it's like it, it really was it was stuff out of a movie man it was yeah. fantastic I was except I'm I'm a novice baseball fan um, but even I was on the edge of my seat and you know Shohei Otani we I mean we talked about him and how special this guy is. 
But he hit his slash line, 435, 606, 739 in the WBC. Four doubles, one home run, uh, 1.86 ERA, 11 Ks, five hits allowed in nine and two and thirds uh, innings. He had two wins and didn't get that save you talked about in the championship game. Uh, what I love about him, though, this is my favorite Shohei Otani stat. There are a bunch of them freakish. <laughs> Nobody threw uh, a pitch with more velocity than he did. And no, no batter hit a ball with more exit velocity than Shohei Otani. Yeah. He, he hit a baseball 114 miles per hour, and he threw a baseball 101.6 miles per hour. And um, they weren't clocking miles per hour on the base pads, but he ran to first in 4.16 seconds. Yeah. Which flying down I, the line. I, I don't, like I said, I ain't clocked it, but that's fast. That's, I, that's flying down the line. That's, that's flying down the line. That's that is moving. moving. man. And he's six foot four. That's the Man. other part about it. Like, he's not a little scat back. He's not somebody that yeah. you sit there and you're like, oh, man, he's fast, little guy. No, it's got no to, this is a large human. He's got to play like DN in the league. Exactly. <laughs> coming off the edge, coming <laughs> at you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that is and we'll chase somebody down. I, I'm, a, I'm a Shohei Otani fan, and I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of baseball, but I'm a Shohei Otani fan. I'm not the only one. So Modern fact, day Babe Ruth. During, yeah, to your point, and I agree with you, by the way, he added 2 million followers on Instagram just during the uh, WBC Classic. So during the World Baseball Classic, he's now crossed 4 million. He had 2 million followers. Now he's passed 4 million followers on Instagram. Uh, he has most Instagram followers of any baseball player in history. And look, that sounds like a small thing, but it's not. It's because not. that is the language of the new generation. And when you're talking about a sport where 50% of their fans are 55 and older, and their fans are getting older and they're aging and aging, they can't find a way to relate to the no. younger demographic. The younger kids, they like this dude. Internationally, everywhere, they like Shohei Otani. He's fun to watch. Yes. He's fun to watch. Because you never know what you're going to get. Exactly. He's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. I love the quote from him after the game. How about this? Shohei Otani said, I believe this is the best moment in my of my life. That's how much the game meant to him. T- but the it best me- moment it, of his life. It meant that to everybody that participated. You heard it to a man. Mm-hmm. Would you rather win the home run? I mean, when the— the World Series, or would you rather win this? And everybody from every country said that they would much rather win this Mm -hmm. because you're representing your country, and that's what it's all about. And for them to be able to go out there and play at that level and and give us what we wanted. I mean, that's what we wanted. We we wanted to see those types of matchups. When you look at it uh, team per team, we don't know those players as well, but you know what they were when you look at all the other teams. But when you looked at the USA team, you knew what you were getting. You was excited to see that. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, they on the team? They on, Oh, look at oh, look Star at Star power, yeah. baby. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And Everywhere. they went out there and they made it to the championship. Uh Tom, uh, how about this? I, this is why it's important that you know Shohei Otani, he, he can be a great ambassador for the sport overall. Because Mike Trout's awesome. I mean, Mike Trout, they might, you know, two best players in baseball were up there uh, to close out the World Baseball Classic, and their teammates on the same team. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but Mike Trout doesn't want to be the face of baseball. No. 
Uh, I don't know if Shohei Otani wants to or not. We don't know that. We know he's the face of a country. Yeah, exactly. We know based on Patrick's uh, story about how he's been preparing for this moment, really since he's, he's he was a teenager, right? Yeah, since yeah. he was he was trying to be the most versatile weapon in baseball. That was his dream. He actually made preparations to do it <clears throat> and actually followed through with it. Matter of fact, uh, go check out it's Patrick Davis. My man Patrick actually tweeted out uh, a screenshot of that. I think it's a graph. Uh, and a schedule that uh, yeah. Shohei Otani made as a youngster. But anyway, I digress. If you looked at YouGov's uh, ratings for sports personalities, and they basically rate their personalities on how many Americans have heard of blank so-and-so, yep. 91% of Americans have heard of LeBron, 88% of Americans heard of Tom Brady. This was done last year, of course. Only 43% of Americans have heard of Mike Trout. Even heard of him. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and it goes to your point about Shohei being an international star. You know, I know it's still early on in his career. He's going to be a free agent next season. He's got a chance, depending on like what what stage he's on. Yep. He's got a chance to really be a great ambassador for the game and be one of those those faces and those names that everybody knows, household name kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but first thing, he's got to he's got to be a part of a winner. And I wonder if he'll leave the L.A. Uh, Angels because uh, the Anaheim Angels because to me. One of the greatest unsolved mysteries in sports has got to be now, and everybody around the world has got to be talking about it. How the hell can the two best ball play, two best baseball players on the planet play on the same damn team and that team not even be a championship contender? Love it. Not even be in a conversation. Not, not love it. Go for their that's division. An, that's embarrassing. Yep. That's, I'm sorry, that's embarrassing. Like the fact that we're all Astros fans watching them play <laughs> and you're not, you're like, oh man, the A's may come after us, the Mariners may come after us. And the two best baseball players possibly in the game are in your division, and we don't talk about that team coming after us. We don't. Yeah, yeah. They're, we Very don't even true. discuss. We don't even discuss the Angels. Yeah. Uh, all right, good, good stuff there. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven. Let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful nine the horn. It's time for the Craig Way Sports Report. Now here's Craig Way. Papa top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Remember, you can register now to win a pair of tickets for the women's basketball tournament for the big game at American Airlines Center in Dallas. Uh, That'll be March 31st. Or win a pair of tickets for the men's basketball tournament for the big game at NRG Stadium in Houston. That date is April 1st. That's courtesy of our good friends at Syntex Tickets. That's right, Syntex Tickets. Sign up now at hornfm.com. And the tickets do not include travel or lodging, and you must be 18 or older to enter to win. So win tickets to the men's tournament in Houston or the women's tournament in Dallas, courtesy of Syntex Tickets. And while you're over there at hornfm.com, make sure you check out your standings at the All-Stat Bracket Challenge and check and see. You still have that opportunity. Everybody's bracket is busted, so you don't think that you're out of it. If you pick the Longhorns, you still got a shot to win. So make sure you go and check on that. You'll get bragging rights, and of course, you get a chance to win a 55-inch TV. Ooh. 
That is on the line and is brought to you by our friends over at Audiovisual Consultations. Oh, and don't forget, uh, go to RodeoAustin.org or go to the concert calendar at HornFM.com. There are a few more days to get your True Grit Rodeo fix. Rodeo Austin closes this weekend, and if you haven't made it out now, now's the time. Pro Rodeo Action Live Music Carnival, Petting Zoo, Festival Foods, uh, and uh, they also got lots of uh, entertainment options out there for you as well. So go check that out at RodeoAustin.org. And don't forget to come and see us this Friday as we will be at Golffinity from 3 to 7. Come and kick it with us. We can watch Dale Match play. It's going on right now. We got it on all the TVs. So make sure you come and hang out with us 3 to 7 this Friday. All right. Thanks to my man Patrick. Thanks to my man Hart. And thanks to all you guys out there for listening. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.